Around the Waffle is produced by Backchat Studios and lives on the Acast Creator Network. You can find the show's social channels by searching Around the Waffle or the Backchat podcast, Backchat double underscore. Yes, hello everyone and welcome to all our West Australian football fans for another great edition of Around the Waffle. We are hot off the heels of another tense and exciting state game, which WA, they gave it everything but ultimately fell short. We'll dissect the game in detail, including a special guest today, Angus Schumacher, the Simpson medalist from the East Perth Football Club. He played a great game. We're live on the Backchat YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts. Paul Persick is my name. It's a great pleasure to have your company and I'm joined today by a man with the second most famous beard in the history of the world. I'm talking, of course, about Will Schofield. Will, Will welcome, mate. Hello, Paul. How are you, mate? Look, it's well. actually a pleasure to be in the presence of someone who knows how to host. You're, you're doing wonderful things over here at the Waffle Podcast, mate, and I'm uh, very much enjoying Around the Waffle. Thank you. Thank you, Will. We really appreciate it. And for our listeners and viewers as well, we have got uh, socials as well. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us a big thumbs up. We really appreciate it. What about uh, the game t- that took place on Friday, state game at the Adelaide Oval. Tense and exciting, uh, Will, but uh, ultimately it was South Australia. They got the chocolates, fourth it, year in a row. It was. Now, I listened to you boys preview this game on uh, Thursday of last week, and uh, I know that you were hot and heavy about Western Australia, Paul, mm-hmm. um, but South Australia ended up getting the job done, and I was pretty tight contest, three-quarter time a point in the game, but they kick away. Look, um, there'll be some questions, of course, around selection that we'll get through today. Um, who played, who didn't play, who played well. But in the end, South Australia probably just a little bit more experienced and a home game gets them over the line, I assume. Yeah, because Adelaide Oval, always very tough to beat for uh, for any West Australian team. I mean, case in point in 2021 when the game was there, WA suffered a oh, 50-plus point hammering at the hands of South Australia. So we knew it was going to be tough over there at the Adelaide Oval. But credit to WA as well. They came back right into the game. Because in the first half, they were pretty untidy with their use of the ball across half-back. Um, even their midfielders were getting second to the football. The forwards weren't really structured. It was very tough for them as well. T- case in point, Jack Buller was a bit underdone. So was Jonathan Marsh, who was battling a shoulder injury as well. He had suffered the previous week. And like you said, those players that didn't play maybe could have been a difference at the end of the day. Yeah, look, I look at state footy and think that... It's you know although it's the best of the best of the waffle, it's it's still a representative side. So you know they don't get to spend a lot of time training together, and then they're expected to go out and play in a connected way. So it's always going to be difficult for for sides. And this West Australian side, they clearly you know they won't walk away happy with the result. But you know there was enough guys that showed enough. You mentioned Jack Buller; it looked like he played a little bit in the ruck with some hit outs to his name. Um, you know I've, I've I've played against him in the waffle. I think he should be on an AFL list, and and you know looking around external media and a bit of hype around him coming into this mid-season draft. It looks like, you know, he kicks a goal, has the eight touches, you know, it's not setting the world on fire, but I think he did enough to probably assure himself of the spot of getting picked up. The word I'm getting is he's, he's guaranteed a spot on an AFL list. He's got three, four, five teams looking at him. I reckon I'd say Fremantle would be uh, the one that would be the best pick. Well, Fremantle, West Coast should be looking at him. I they mean, need to. Yeah, they've got, you know, they could add someone in every position on the ground at the moment, West Coast, and be happy with it. So, Look, from what I've seen from Jack, um, he should be on a list. There's probably a, a number of other guys that played in this game that could easily be on an AFL list. And I guess that's a great thing about state footy is, um, 
giving an opportunity to some of the best in the state league competitions to show what they're made of. Absolutely, and a lot of those players will take that experience and maybe look forward to next year if they get selected again. One player who I reckon, just before we uh, go to Angus Schumacher, he'll be on in just a few minutes, Matty Jupp, the captain of WA. His leadership really shone through, uh, especially playing across half-back and in tandem with Cameron Eardley, his fellow East Fremantle backline uh, colleague, he could be such a valuable leader in the future of state football here in WA. Yeah, look, I agree, mate. I played on Juppie when I uh, made my marvellous comeback into the waffle <laughs> a few weeks ago. Um, he was in the back line for East Fremantle, of course, and you know, really just a, a really solid, strong leader of that footy club and, and to come back and do that at state level as well. Um, I just look at him and be, see him as reliable. And, and you know, I know he hasn't played um, at, the, at the highest level, but... He's been a really good football player and continues to do so. And, you know, as East Fremantle will start challenging, you know, last year and as they build this year, he's a really important part of their team. Um, but it's just a reliability factor. And I know everyone wants to see the flashy stuff from people sometimes, but I just like how he plays his role every week. And he does it very well, and he did once again in the state game on Friday. Of course, he'll be back in waffle action as well as all the other teams with Round 7 coming up this weekend. And by the way... All Waffle Games this weekend and throughout the 2023 season will be streamed live and free and in full on afl.com.au and on the AFL app. You're listening to Around the Waffle, Paul Persick and Will Schofield. And we're delighted to say that we are joined by a very special guest on today's episode. Uh, he won the Simpson Medal in Friday's state game. He played a magnificent role in the centre, and he's had some great. Uh, he's in, in great form, rather, with East Perth. I'm delighted to say that Angus Schumacher joins us here on Around the Waffle. Angus, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, mate. Appreciate you having me. Great to have you on the show, Angus. The result may not have been what you have hoped, but you must be pretty happy with the team's effort and your own individual effort as well in taking out the Simpson Medal. Uh, yeah, certainly. We obviously went there to, to try and get the Hayden Bunting Cup back. Um, obviously fell a little bit short on that, but no, I think, uh, I think we still played, still played some fairly solid footy across the day. And, and yeah, we were a bit unlucky at times, but, um, they also, just Charlie, they played a really good brand of footy and, and sort of slice us up with their kicking. So not going to take anything away from them. They certainly deserve the win. And, and, um, yeah, certainly, certainly pretty happy and pretty proud to, to come home in the Simpson as well. Angus, Will Schofield here, mate. Um, look, I've enjoyed watching your footy over my time here in Western Australia, and I, I think you've uh, continued to put best steps forwards. Do, do you personally have any um, you know, ambition to still play at the highest level at AFL? Um, yeah, I certainly do. Um, I've been been back over. Oh, I've been over in the Waffle now for about four years, and I guess when I first come here off Carlton's list, it was probably. Probably all I wanted. I just wanted to get back on a list and, and sort of put my best foot forward at the highest level. But now, obviously, I've still got aspirations to do that, but it's probably not not the be all end all for me. It's something that if it happens, I'll be ready to jump at and, and grab with both hands. And I think I'd be uh, in a much better position to, to sort of make it a successful time um, should that happen. And, and certainly want that to happen. But if it doesn't, then it's sort of not the be all end all. And, I think that's that's probably why I've started to play a bit more consistent footy over the last couple of years, just because I've got got my uh, got my life in order a bit better off the field, and, and footy's not uh, footy's not everything. You must be feeling more at ease with your football, uh, especially this season. You know, in great form with East Perth, they've had some good wins to start the season. Uh, how are you enjoying your time this season over there at East Perth, especially with such good midfielders you're playing in tandem with Hamish Brayshaw, Mitch Crowd, and even Big Angus Scott. Yeah, we're having a having a pretty fun year down at East Perth. Um, 
the midfield grade we've got in there is super experienced and, and everyone's sort of on the same page about what we're doing. Um, and then obviously we've got Big Jones in there sort of making life pretty easy for us as well with uh, putting it on a platter for us most weeks. So no, certainly enjoying the time and, and loving the role that I've got there in the midfield. Back in the state game side of things, Angus, um, what was what was that like? You know, a bunch of guys coming together from different sides. You don't spend a lot of time training together. Um, what was the connectivity like? What was it like during the game? And who was best on after, afterwards? Yeah, it was good. Um, the away trips uh, always always a nice couple of days. Get away with some boys that you wouldn't usually hang out with. Um, but now we put put together a nice little training program. We we trained for about a month on Monday nights and, and got to know each other a bit more. Went for a couple of coffees here and there as well just to try and, and um, unite as much as we could in such a short time frame. Um, and then, yeah, obviously getting over there, spend a bit more time together over a couple of days. And, and the boys are pretty good at sort of not just sticking to the boys that they had there from their club and, and really embracing the the time we had together and, and all that sort of stuff. And then, yeah, obviously after the game, as you'd know, Scully, we went out for a few beers and... Uh, best on so there was a few boys that were in pretty good form okay very good I heard Hamish Brayshaw had tickets on himself but that doesn't really sound like a surprise to me <laughs> he, he, he certainly did certainly did he was on early that's for sure <laughs> no doubt about it uh, now you, you talked about you know players from so many clubs and you know you're not really getting to see them during training sessions and all that it really does raise the morale of, uh, of a state team whether you're playing on someone from your own club or any of the other nine WAFL clubs yeah definitely it's, um, I think it's a great program and, and something that I really enjoy playing in and, and getting to know all those boys. And, and it adds, adds to it for us as well now. We go, well, we got West Coast this week, but next week we got West Perth. I think they had four or five in again, so going up against them for the rest of the season always adds a little bit more to it and, and adds a bit to our, our competition. So hopefully the footy stays alive. It's certainly been enjoyable the last two years I've been a part of it. And, and I think it's uh, definitely got a place in our game. East Perth, good start, three and zero, but you find yourself at equal tally now, three and three. You've lost the last three um, inside the footy club. What are you guys focusing on? How do you get the season back on track? Uh, yeah, obviously a disappointing three weeks um, leading into the bye, but we've just got to, we think we're pretty close. We're thereabouts, obviously taking out the Claremont and the better teams, but we, uh, we're just focusing on those little moments within games and, and trying to make life as, as difficult as possible for the oppo for a longer period of time. We've been, uh, been a bit sloppy with some of our foot skills and, and turning over the footy in bad areas. So it's allowing teams to get some pretty easy goals on us and, and get the run on. So that's sort of our focus next little bit, just maximising the moments when we do get them and, and trying to minimise those, those crucial turnovers, which we've probably had a few too many of the last three weeks. Next fortnight is going to be big for you, Angus, and for the East Perth Football Club. West Coast is coming Sunday, and then the following Monday, the big WA Day Derby against West Perth. Angus, we really appreciate your time. Congrats once again on a great performance this past Friday, and all the best for the rest of the season. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that was Angus, it. Angus Schumacher from the East Perth Football Club. Great game from him on Friday, Simpson Medal. It was. Uh, it speaks very well. I'd love to see him back on an AFL list, as he spoke about. Came from you know the back end of Carlton, come over here. He had a few injuries, but he's been... Playing some great footy, he's really consistent. But you know, he's he's, he's got the size, he's got the shape, he's he's fit now. Mm. Look, I, I could really see him doing some damage in an AFL list. It's just interesting hearing the mindset of a player like that that has spent some time in an AFL list comes back to the waffle, and you see him start to dominate. Um, so some guys that don't develop uh, at seventeen years old um, yeah. and and do need time. So players like Angus Schumacher, play, players like that, 
I, I could see them back on a list. And I think we're going to come into a period in the AFL where we start to see more mature age recruits. And look, I, I hope he gets back on a list. He's a great footballer, but a good bloke too. Yeah, he's fit as a fiddle. He's got great speed across midfield. And, you know, he's got a good mental capacity, you know, for, for a footballer of his calibre. And, uh, you know, for him to dish out a performance like that on Friday, you know, backing up what he has done at East Perth over the last uh, five or so weeks has been fantastic. Now, Waffles back round seven this weekend. Of course, we'll preview it all on Thursday. Every match will be streamed live, free and in full on the AFL app. Of course, four games on Saturday and one on Sunday. It's Around the Waffle with Will Schofield and Paul Persick. Now, Will, you spoke earlier about, you know, what is going to be the aftermath as far as WA are concerned. I think it will also look for South Australia as well as far as selection is because there were a lot of players in that WA team that weren't there that might have made a difference. I'll give you three. Jai Bolton yep. from Claremont, unquestionably one of the best midfielders in the game. Yes. Tyler Keitel, former Burning Nail medalist, in prime form, usually a big goal kicker, could have maybe played some valuable support for Ben Sokol. Also... Tom North, he's been in prime form with uh, East Perth as well, currently in the top three you know, around the Waffle Player of the Year voting, uh, voting award. If those three maybe had played or even selected in the squad, that could have been a huge difference for WA. Well, I agree on those three names. I'll probably add a fourth, mate. Jacko Nelson, the captain yeah. of West Coast Waffle. I understand he's playing for an incredibly poor side. They, they're having a terrible year. Mm. Um, I think that's pretty clear. You don't need to go too much into more breaking that down. I've heard you do that on this show before, but... Um, you know, I, I personally don't see our 100-game-plus player doesn't make it into that side. Jacko Nelson's played uh, as a backman, as a run-with player, as a midfielder, as a wingman at AFL level. Mm-hmm. So if you can do that at the highest level, you can do it at state level. Um, but in saying all of that, that's what coaching is about. That's what Cam Shepard uh, was in the role to do. You've got to make, exactly. select, make selection calls on people. You can't play everyone. And they'll be tough. They're tough calls. Yeah. So, look, that's how footy goes sometimes. And those players you mentioned, yep, they can play. But I think the players that ended up running out on the weekend was the right side, mm-hmm. um, if I'm going to summarise it all. But there's always going to be guys that are disappointed. And, mm-hmm. and those, those four in particular, yes, maybe it would have made a difference, but maybe it wouldn't have, mate. Sometimes, you know, you don't know what, what happens unless it's happening. So um, we'll look back on it and, and always wonder what if, but that's how life goes, mate. What might have been, as they say, footy's uh, one of those great games where you could uh, always be thinking, what if this happened? But, you know, you don't know what happens until it happens, like you said. Also, the same can be said for South Australia because when you look at their side, they had a bulk of those players from two or three clubs. A few from Glenelg, Sturt, and also Woodville. Does that come into question about the, the continuity of that team as well? Because there are six players from that same club that know each other so well and can get on with training much easier compared to a lot of the other teams that only have one or two representing the state side. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting concept, isn't it? Whether whether or not having more players from one side would, would help. Look, I tend to think it wouldn't matter, to be honest, Paul. Um, as we just heard from Angus, they're trying to catch up. They trained for a month together. Um, I think South Australia probably did similar. So in the end, mate, the best team wins. Um, and now you're a big, big West Australian man. I'm Victorian, so I can't jump on that bandwagon too much. But, but South Australia get it done, and that's that's mate, that's how footy goes. So the best side wins. As Angus said, no excuses. They mm. couldn't get it done on the day. Fifty to forty-eight. Now the ledger for uh, for South Australia, and with the state game. Hopefully coming back here to WA in 2024, uh, maybe a chance for WA to uh, get it back. It. Uh, I'm, by the way, John Casey, who came on the show on uh, 
Thursday to preview the game, I'm not going to hear the end of it from he's him. He's a big SA year. man, isn't he? he? Well, he is SA through and through because nice. I, ch- I called the game with him last year. Yep. And every time I had him on radio, because I used to do a radio program, he would just mention that state game every time. I'd just be left laughing and thinking, oh, no, it's happening again. Oh, I'm going to cop it now, Paul. You've got 12 months of absolute sorrow. Oh, 12 Incoming. more months. With, I've, I've had the smacketh down, layeth on me again. <laughs> And now I look like a bigger ham than ever before. That's okay, Paul. We can always look like hams. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, come on, you'd be the better looking one than I am. Yes, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Really appreciate your time here uh, on Around the Waffle. It's been a lot of great fun. Yeah, really good, mate. Enjoying your work here, and uh, we'll stay tuned. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, and to our listeners and viewers as well, we thank you very much for your time here on Around the Waffle. Hope you enjoyed, uh, enjoyed today's episode, and a big thanks too to Angus Schumacher for his time here on the show. By the way, we have got uh, socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can watch us on the Back Chat YouTube channel or listen on where you get your podcasts. Don't forget, Tuesday, Taylor Cowper will return to preview round seven of the WAFL season. State duties are behind us. Waffle action is back. And there are two massive games as part of that round. We'll preview them both on Thursday. Until then, we'll see you next time. Around the Waffle is produced by Backchat Studios and lives on the Acast Creator Network. You can find the show's social channels by searching Around the Waffle or the Backchat podcast, Backchat double underscore.